As humans, we find it easy to live life as if we will never die. Some choose to participate in sports that have risks to it, like rock climbing, boxing, wrestling, mountain biking, and others. But sometimes we come face to face with death. It could be a loved one or someone we hear about on the news. Do you ever wonder about life beyond the grave? Is there even a certainty of existence after death? There are lots of ways that people think it might happen. There could be nothingness, just nothing, absolutely nothing happens. Reincarnation, that you come back after as something else, or e eternal existence. But as I talked about two weeks ago, there can only be one true answer to this question. Does the Bible have the answer to this question that so many hesitate and struggle with? Let's look and see. The Bible teaches that we are composite creatures. All this means is that we are made up of various parts or elements. Our bodies are made of flesh that is composed of physical elements. That's the dust of the earth. Genesis 2 verse 7 says that we were formed of dust from the earth by God. But unlike animals, humans possess a spiritual side, something that was created in God's own image. This is what we call our soul. It is something above our body and above the physical life. At death, our own spirit separates from our body and exists in a conscious condition in a spiritual realm. In Genesis 35 verse 18, it's talking about Rachel, and it says that this woman's soul departed from her body. It left her body. It ceased its stay in the physical world. So the Bible defines death as separation, not extinction or annihilation, but just separation from our physical form on earth. Since James 2 verse 26 says the body without the spirit is dead, then separation of the spirit and body results in our physical death. But what about our spirit? Our physical bodies eventually decay and rot, but what happens to our spiritual self? The most understandable depiction of existence beyond physical death is found in Luke 16, 19 through 31. And I'm going to read that for you. So it's Luke 16, 19 through 31. Now there was a rich man, and he habitually dressed in purple and fine linen, joyously living in splendor every day. And a poor man named Lazarus was laid at his gate covered with sores, and longing to be fed with the crumbs which were falling from the rich man's table, besides even the dogs were coming and licking his sores. Now the poor man died and was carried away by the angels to Abraham's bosom, and the rich man also died and was buried. In Hades he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and saw Abraham far away, and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried out and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus, so that he may dip the tip of his finger in water, and cool off my tongue, for I am in agony in this flame. But Abraham said, Child, remember that during your life you received your good things, and likewise Lazarus bad things, but now he is being comforted here, and you are in agony. And besides all this, between us and you there is a great chasm fixed, so that those who wish to come over from here to you will not be able, and that none may cross over from there to us. And he said, Then I beg you, Father, that you send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, in order that he may warn them, so that they will not also come to this place of torment. But Abraham said, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. But he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will, sure, they will repent. But he said to them, If they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be persuaded, even if someone rises from the dead. So in this account, both men are said to have passed away. We see that wherever Lazarus went to, angels transported him there. 
Then the rich man's body was buried, but his spiritual person was being tormented in Hades. We know that the rich man could see, talk to, and recognize Lazarus and Abraham on the other side. In verse 31, Abraham says that his brothers wouldn't have listened to a man who had risen from the dead. So we know that they are dead along with Abraham and Lazarus. But now here's where stuff can be a little bit confusing. So the term hell in verse 23 is the Greek word Hades. You don't want to confuse this with the Greek word Gehenna. Gehenna refers to the place of eternal and everlasting punishment. It refers to the lake of fire where Satan, the fallen angels, and all the wicked people will be placed after the second coming of Jesus. Gehenna is hell. But on the other hand, Hades always refers to the unseen realm of the dead, a waiting place, a place that our disembodied spirits await the return of the Lord. Hades is not hell. If we go in deeper, Luke 16 describes Hades as a place with two regions, one for the deceased wicked and one for the deceased righteous. The one for the righteous is referred to as Abraham's bosom, and Jesus refers to this place as paradise. Now I'm going to read Luke 23, verse 43. It says, And he said to him, Truly I say to you, today you shall be with me in paradise. So even Jesus mentions paradise as part of Hades. So paradise is half of Hades. It's told to be the place where the righteous souls await the resurrection. But while Lazarus was in paradise, the rich man was in the unpleasant area on the other side, the place of torture and the place of fire. So those are the two halves of Hades. This side is known as Tartarus, the side that the rich man was on. Those in Tartarus are also awaiting the day of judgment, but they know that they will not be going to heaven, but hell. And in the verses we read about them before, it mentions that there is a big chasm between them. So it would be impossible for the rich man to enter where Lazarus is. And it would be possible for Lazarus to enter the region where the rich man was. So it was impossible for them to go between the two places. They were stuck where they were. Revelation 20, 13 through 14 says, And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and Hades gave up the dead which were in them, and they were judged, every one of them, according to their deeds. Then death and Hades were thrown into the lake of fire. This is the second death, the lake of fire. Thus, Hades is just a temporary realm. It's not a permanent place where those who were righteous and those who were unrighteous will stay. It's a place that will be destroyed on the judgment day. But God gives us our earthly lives so that we can prepare our spirits for our next one, the eternal one. So when a person dies, their body is placed in a grave, and the spirit enters the Hadean realm to wait for the final judgment that will occur at the second coming of Christ. All will face a judgment. All will receive their eternal statement, whether it leads them to heaven or hell for their eternity. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast episode and come back next week on Tuesday at 5.30 for another one. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you then. Or I guess I will talk to you then because I mean, that's how podcast works. Okay, bye!